Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is uh, just a real patriotic person, specifically for America, not Canada. Rob! <laughs> Take off, you hoser. Yeah, so, by the way, uh, Rob is Canadian, not uh, That's not American. Um well, uh, yeah, so we're, today we're going to be talking about Spirit of 76. So That's right. Um, le- uh, what is uh, his brief one-sentence synopsis? Uh, he was a Golden Age hero, uh, although a, a, a retconned in Golden Age hero, who <laughs> very briefly took the mantle of Captain America, and then he was hugged to death by a robot. I mean, everyone wants to be hugged to death by a robot, right? So his, uh, so what is, what's he look like? What, what's he look like? Ah, well, he is. Uh, I mean, this is before he started wearing his uh, Captain America outfit. Uh, he is kind of like a superheroy version of a Revolutionary War guy. He's got the, uh, he's got kind of the, the 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 patriot pirate hat. Got a got a domino mask. Uh, he's got a shirt with the circle of stars on it from like the the Betsy Ross flag. Yeah, a cape. And uh, surprisingly, though, not uh, he's not wearing the the Captain America boots. You think you think he would? You know what? It'd be very appropriate if he was wearing pirate boots. Yeah. Um. But no. So okay, I have a question, and I think I I think I may have been fibbing, but I need you to I need you to clarify this. So mm. I am ninety percent sure that the reason why the 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 Steve Rogers Nomad eventually had no cape is because he tripped over and got the crap beat out of him you are entirely okay correct. good because that it would make me feel so bad if i was lying about that okay yeah and this guy does indeed have a cape yeah so um apparently uh he does not get tripped up and get the crap beat out of him um so mm. you know i'm just gonna say this already a little bit better than steve rogers in this case and uh, interesting, uh, this guy has an interesting connection to DC Comics. Wow, we'll, we'll uh, get into that in just a little bit then. Because uh-huh. this is a shorter one. So yeah, his real name is William uh, Nathlin. Um, Occupation, and uh, you know what I say about adventurers. They're homeless. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he's an adventurer. His identity is secret. He's a citizen of the United States with no cr- uh, criminal record. He is Captain America 2. So one of seven Captain Americas. That's if you correct. don't count imposters. Although, yes, although I think at this time there had only been five? no two five, five yeah. no five because I think this is around the time when uh, John Walker took over his cap. I don't think I talked about U.S. Agent until eighty uh, nine update. No, well, I, he wasn't U.S. Agent then, but I think he might have been Captain America at this point. Yeah, I don't remember talking about him yet. I know he's in the 89 update, so. Mm-hmm. It might have been one of those that was just starting to run, because that would have been during the uh, the Captain run of um, the Mark Grunwald run, right? Right. Yeah, this would have been around that of course, time, right? 86? Yeah, and of course, Mark Grunwald would know that all too well, because he was also the uh, head writer of the Marvel Handbooks. Yeah, so, uh, probably did not have enough uh, content to put him in, put him in here yet. Although, I'm going to continue to talk about this. Uh, apparently, they did not have enough time to talk about why North Star was in a, a separatist uh, terrorist group for Quebec. 
Uh, yeah. They, for some reason, they just go to his Olympic-level uh, skiing that he cheated at. I want to know why he was a terrorist. Can you give me anything <laughs> about that, please? Get rid of the Sunder. The Sunder entry did not need to be in here. <laughs> but he, he's a big guy who lives in the sewers. They, that's, he had, it's the only one that had, like, he had, like, one paragraph. There was mostly empty space. They had to s- make his picture so big to make it not- I really feel that that's a, oh, geez, we, like, we, we've miscounted the pages in this, and we've got to get it to press, like, tomorrow. You know what would have, you know, added a little bit more space? A sentence about why Northstar was a <laughs> goddamn terrorist. <laughs> and then- Till the end of time, I want to know why a well-known, like, well, sorry, let me rephrase that. A well-publicized character that no one really gave give, gave a shit about after the big landmark issue of X-Men he was in. Why he was a terrorist. Like, give me anything <laughs> about why he was a terrorist. You don't tell me a superhero is a terrorist without telling me why. But that's whatever. But, but yeah. Um, I forgot why I got on that rant. I too have forgotten. How about so? Spirit of seventy six, William Nasland. Yeah. So, um, he was born in the most patriotic place, Philadelphia, of course. Um, and he died in the because of that Philadelphia freedom. And uh, he was ever since day he was born, he waved the flag. So he he died in the second most patriotic place, Boston, Massachusetts. And saving the most Bostonian of Bostons, John F. Kennedy. Of course. Of course. Er, uh, I would uh, not like to be crushed to death by this uh, robot. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a little bit. So, um, so yeah, he was part of the Crusaders. Uh-huh. Which I don't remember that. I'm going to explain those. It's weird. Okay. Well, we will get into that because it m- actually it's going to show up in like the first paragraph yeah i mean it's 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 that's where he first appeared yeah, but um he was in the invaders as captain america 2 mm-hmm. uh, and he was in the all winner squad which was the u.s side version of the invaders basically right basically once the war ended the invaders kind of got together with some of the guys from the liberty legion and they became the all winner squad so his first appearance as Spirit of 76 was in the Invaders issue number 14. Um, first modern appearance as Captain America 2 in What If issue number 4. And final appearance was also in What If issue number 4. Um, which we will probably get into. Well, we will get into. Um, so. Right. So he first came to prominence during the early... Uh, 40s as a costume adventurer who fought the Nazi espionage on the U.S. Uh, in the U.S. soil, uh, presumably adopted his patriotic disguise, well, costume and name, in imitation of the original Captain America. The spirit of 76 left America in 42 and took up residence in Great Britain to serve as a member of the Crusaders, a British team of superhumanly powerful champions who. Intended to battle the Nazis. Okay, so uh, there is a very glaring word there. Uh Uh-huh. In the word intended. Yes, so, uh, the Crusaders were actually founded by a secret fascist, I guess a a British fascist, 
who actually was manipulating them to fight the invaders. And it, 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 it's maybe here that I can talk about how these guys are a uh, are part of a weird crossover that Marvel had with DC. Let's talk about that, because I'm gonna be honest, it would be kind of hard to say, hey, you know the Nazis? Fight those, but they have Amer- Captain America and Namor and Human Torch and Toro and Miss America. I mean, they're, I would imagine well, they're well, very well, popular, right? Well, yeah, but he said, oh no, they're actually, the, the, crew, the, uh, the invaders are actually secret Nazis, so you gotta fight them. So, I mean, there was a very large fascist movement in America. Mm-hmm. So, I can believe that. Right, but, but these guys were all, like, they, they, they all meant well. But anyway, so uh, at the time that Marvel was publishing Invaders, a, a World War II superhero book, DC Comics was also publishing a, uh, a World War II comic book, uh, The Freedom Fighters. Which had a very recent uh, maxi-series that was very good. Mm. I would suggest and so, And so you know how the Squadron Supreme are the, the Marvel versions of the Justice League? Yes. So these guys are the Marvel version of the Freedom Fighters. Okay. So, uh, the Spirit of 76 is the Fighting Yank. Uh, Tommy Lightning is the Ray. Ghost Girl is the Phantom Lady. Dynamite is Dollman. Captain Wings is Black Condor. And Thunderfist is the Human Bomb. That's why I remember Black Condor. Because I... And, weirdly, and, so this was done in concert with the guy who was writing uh, Bob Rosakis who was writing Freedom Fighters for DC, because the same, at the same time that they were the uh, invaders were fighting the Crusaders, the Freedom Fighters were fighting another team called the Crusaders, who were a DC version of the invaders. Wow. wow. What? So they, they were Americommando and his sidekick Rusty, Fireball and his sidekick Sparky, and the underwater Barracuda. That's cool. Yeah, it's 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 a neat bit of comics history. Okay, that that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm into that. That that makes that yeah. makes more sense now. So, um, okay. So, Spirit of Seventy Six was a sole American member of the team, uh, and the only one that liked superhuman abilities. The Crusaders led and was recruited by a man known as Alfie, mm-hmm. um, who was believed to be a British. Uh, government uh, representative of British government or military, but was actually an agent of Germany, as we just mentioned. So, um, yeah, basically what we were talking about there. In uh, 1945, shortly before the end of War II in Europe, Steve Rogers, who was the original Captain America, and his partner Bucky Barnes both disappeared. And uh, th- I mean that we we covered that very extensively in the uh, Wolfgang. You may have seen that in, I don't know, movies, cartoons, a zillion comic book flashbacks. Um, I may have talked about it with, I think, Baron Heimer Cosimo in a lot right. of detail. It yes. did not show up a lot in Captain America's for some reason because uh, he had a lot of history. Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff to talk yeah. about. But, uh, you know, for uh, Heinrich Zemo, you know, sending those two into the English Channel was, it was like Al Bundy's football game. That was his great moment of glory. Yeah. 
even because otherwise he's just a guy with a with a ski mask glued to his face. Even though that was just uh, Wolfgang uh, von Strucker just being like, "Hey, get away from me!" But, yeah, and it also turned out that they they both survived, which sucks. Yeah, and you know it's uh, and uh, and we had Bucky, the person who would never come back to life. That's right. Been, well, his arm stayed dead. I mean, his arm did stay very dead. Um, that being said, I feel like uh, they uh, Ed Brubaker brought him back in a pretty good way. Uh, so, but but anyway, I appreciate that the the Spirit Seventy Six was hand selected by Harry S. Truman. Yeah, to become the new Captain America. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, the buck stops here, kid. And then Bucky Two, who? Okay, there's so many Bucky's. Uh, Fred Davis. Fred Davis. Okay, is that the one that? Okay, now I need to go through all the Bucky's. He's not the one who became Nomad. He's not the one who became Nomad, yeah, because that was no. Jack... Some, Jack Monroe. Monroe, yeah, Jack Monroe, who had the really edgy uh, Nomad comic uh, in the 90s, who featured yes. him holding a gun and a baby on almost every cover. The baby's name was Bucky. Yep, uh, Ricky, Ricky Barnes. Uh, I want to go through all the Buckies now, because there was... I feel Because I, I feel like there was more Buckies than there were Captain Americas. Or is there less? I think fewer because oh, fewer. I'll like well for for one um, the second and third caps had the same Bucky. Okay, so the th- and then uh, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes did not have a Bucky. Yeah. Okay. No, it was less because the Bucky the Bucky's never matched up with the Captain America's numbers. Not ex- not precisely. And then, I mean, Rick Jones was very briefly Bucky for Steve Rogers, but that almost doesn't count because he was so briefly I, you know, Bucky. And then- I would count it just because the reason why he stopped being Bucky. So I just want to say this again because I love dunking on Rick Jones. Um, but, <laughs> but Rick Jones, uh, way back in when we were talking about all the in the Jays, um, Rick Jones was Bucky because he had to be the sidekick to everyone in the Avengers. And Captain America was just like, hey, I have a costume of my dead teenage <laughs> soldier, buddy. Um, why don't you wear this and we'll go fight some crimes together? And uh Bucky got so incredibly beat up and almost killed the first time they came out. Captain America was just like, this was a bad idea. G- don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> it was very good. So, I'm going to count him as a Bucky. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. And then John Walker had his own Bucky, but then very quickly they realized that it was a bad idea for a, a, a black guy to call himself Bucky, and so he quickly changed his name to Battlestar. Yes. Don't I don't like this part. I'm just going to say. So, so yeah. So, mm-hmm. when both Bucky Barnes and Captain America, you know, disappeared, Henry S. Newman, you know, selected him to be the Captain America. And then he chose a boy named Fred Davis to be the new Bucky. How did the president, the the president of the United States, during wartime, was like, hey, you know this, like, this boy? You know, this child, this boy child? This this non-adult child? Let's make him a child soldier. And why did the president handpick him? I mean, we, we. I believe Fred Davis had specifically aided the invaders before. I'm. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna. Just. I'm still against the whole child soldier thing. I'm just gonna be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, but and also they want people to know that they were. They want people to think that there was no difference. 
So hey, we had a Bucky before. We gotta keep. We have gotta have a second Bucky. Okay. Well, uh, so as as the invaders, um, they battled uh, the Japanese in the Pacific and the Pacific Theater, um, which I will guarantee you was racist and somehow. Oh, definitely. Um, and after the war ended, Captain America two and Bucky two served as members of the All Winter Squad. Um, in uh, 46, the All Winter Squad learned that Adam Two, a malevolent uh, android creation, a professor Phineas T. Horton, intended to substitute the robot. Who invented the Human Torch. Yep, who invented the Human Torch. And later had a box full of chemicals that would fall onto Nova. Not that Nova, but the Nova. The other Nova. That, that dated uh, the Human Torch, who he was probably very. Frankie Ray. Frankie Ray, who also became uh, Galactus's herald for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so basically Adam too wanted to, you know, wanted to beat people up. Um, and he was also a double, a double for a, a congressional, uh, congressional uh candidate who yes. we don't know who that is at all right now um well we're gonna find out in a sense i don't know why they're fooling around here because yeah. it is no it was john f- it is john f-, f-, john f kennedy um so i uh, i ask you not to fight these robots not because it is easy but because it is hard um now i have a really strong like want to watch clone high <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna probably end up watching Claude High later today. <laughs> For supper, I would like a party platter. <laughs> uh so um so yeah, Bucky well uh Bucky two was knocked unconscious. Well what sorry. When Adam when Adam two was like was like, hey, I'm gonna replace him. Uh Bucky two was un- knocked unconscious and Captain America two went to the Boston's own North uh, court to some of the other members of the All Winter Squad. One of Adam's two superhumanly strong robots caught Captain America two and crushed him with his grip, uh, mortally injuring him. But before dying, but the dying hero used a flare device to render the robot inactive simultaneously, providing the signal that summoned the All Winter Squad to Kennedy's rescue. Um, another costume adventurer, the Patriot, found. Uh, Captain America 2 uh, before the latter died and inspired by the second Captain America's noble sacrifice he donned a spare Captain America costume found nearby in the flagship of the Submariner Um, I have things to say about that Uh, (laughs) thus the Captain America Patriot became the third Captain America and we did cover the Patriot um, as the yes. very last. In fact, I, bl- I believe I was on that episode. I, you, I think you may have been. You just bring me back whenever you they come up with a new Captain America. Oh, well, you know, you're supposed to be the Spider-Man guy, but apparently, just Cap- apparently, you're the Captain America guy now. I'm not even American. I know. Like maybe um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, she's like, hey Rob, come to America. Maybe you'll be Captain America. I we did not cover his his first the cover of his first cover i mean first appearance but i mean i i've got it up here if you're if you're interested um is that cover piece theater as well uh let's see well that is no it's captain america issue number 49 and it came out in august ish that came out in august uh 1945 
Or I guess I was I've I've got the Invaders fourteen cover. Oh, Invaders fourteen. I should probably do that one. Let me look at that. Which I mean, te- technically that is th- this that is his first appearance. But everybody writing that and drawing it intended it to be Steve Rogers because they didn't come up with the uh, crashing into the English Channel thing. Yeah, yeah. That. Um. Let me see. So the Invaders is a very popular thing for them too keep on writing about for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I think, I mean, these are guys obsessed with Marvel history and the invaders is something happening in Marvel history. Yes. And you kind of get to tie in with like actual events as opposed to the sliding timescale. It's kind of neat. So yeah, let's, uh, let's do the cover piece theater for this very super late. Cover piece theater. Um, so we have a pretty dynamic cover, I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so front and center, uh, carrying the, um, I say the full force of the, you know, what you're looking at is Spirit of 76. And then you have, uh, Human Torches in the back, um, Namor, Captain America. I do not recognize those other people. Uh, well, you got Spitfire there. Oh, yeah, She's Spitfire. one of the invaders. Yeah, Spitfire. And uh, the you've got some other members of the uh, of the uh, uh, Crusaders. So you got Captain Wings, who's the guy with the wings. You got Ghost Girl, who's the lady, and you've got Thunderfist. Yeah. Uh, not on this cover are Tommy Lightning and Dynamite. And they're they're running towards a uh, Nazi plane, and uh, and those those Nazis. Or if you're the freedom fighters, you say Razzis, Razzis or whatever. But the Nazis are are shooting at them with guns. Some of them machine guns, uh, and they're just they're just going for it. And there's a lot of people talking on this. So, um, who do you want to take? <laughs> All right. Well, I do a pretty bad British accent, so I'll take Captain Wings. And um, I don't know. I'll, I guess one of us should be, and I guess I'll take I'll take Spirit of Seventy Six okay. as well. Whereas you could you could be Captain America. I'll do Captain America. Okay. <clears throat> so this is Captain America speaking. Um, come on, invaders, we're needed. Stand aside, Yanks. You've hogged the spotlight long enough. Make way for the Crusaders. Yeah, and it's a pretty good cover. I'm gonna say, like, I would I would yeah. definitely buy this. If it was on the spinner rack, um, so so yeah, it's a pretty good cover. Well, well, ble- that is a that is a Jack Kirby cover. Well, you know that I recognize that line work actually, so that, yeah, that makes sense. He did a bunch of like late seventies covers for Marvel, and uh, this was one of them. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, I I mean I appreciate I appreciate the the gang uh, doing yeah. doing we're really really doing a lot of stuff now. My my problem I have with him is all the fourth world stuff, but that's just me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I do love me some uh, Jimmy Olsen the Newsboys Legion. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the Spirit of Seventy Six was six two, uh, weigh two fifteen, had blue eyes, black hair. Uh, he just a regular dude, you know. Yeah, you know, in good shape. Had a uh, had a cape that was bulletproof and flameproof and carried a fake Captain America shield when he was Captain America. Yeah, because I guess the real Captain America shield was frozen with Captain America. Yes, so it was just a metal one. 
Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, that's a pretty cool cape, having a bulletproof cape, you know? Mm. Now, uh, now I do want to bring this up, because I love bringing this up, uh, because for a long time, real American presidents were part of uh, Marvel. Uh, I know this was retconned, but I believe, but I want, I want to believe so hard. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this was Steve Englehart as well. But, mm-hmm. um, but I want to remind everyone that Nixon was heavily implied to shoot himself uh, in the Oval Office after Captain America figured out he was part of the Secret Empire. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> uh, usually, we just kind of when we're writing profiles about that, we just say it was a high-ranking government official, and of course, it would change by president via a sliding time scale. I think at this point, it might have been Obama, or actually, or I guess it might be George W. Bush, and then. Captain America fought Obama when he turned into a snake man. Oh, oh, yeah. Are they still dead? Yes. Yeah, they're one hundred percent still dead. Um, I mean, it, the the death was revisited uh, later. Um, yes, but it was, you know, just it's one of those things where you needed to have Jeff uh, Jeffrey Mace to move on. Yeah, and he hasn't even like had somebody else take up the name Spirit of 76, whereas there have been subsequent patriots. Now, um, you weren't around when – I don't think you were around when I was – no, no, you were you were here pretty early, actually, when I started this. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think you got like one of the third issues or something. Did you get American Eagle? Were you like in the – were you like an OG? No, no, no. I wasn't that early. No. I think I came in somewhere around the D's, maybe. Okay. So, the American Eagle. Um, no, am I thinking... Okay, am I thinking of the right one? Not American Eagle. Um, it was another Native American character. Um, uh, Red Wolf? No. Forge? No, no. Very early. No, not even... No, not even... Not American Eagle. Um, hmm, I'm not sure. There was another... There was another... There was another Native American character. That okay. that was basically like the spirit of like America before it became America, mm-hmm. um, and then and then America was uh, Captain America was supposed to be the spirit of America. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to fight, but then they eventually team up for a while, uh, because like I was just like browsing around, I thought Spirit of Seventy Six was supposed to be like the embodiment of like America. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, um, to do, do, do Black Crow. I bet it was Black, Black Crow. Black Crow. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, because because it was a v- quote unquote villain for Captain America a little bit until they right. got until they realized that they were actually friends. Mm-hmm. Because America is so good to Native Americans. <sighs> well, Captain America is. Mm, yeah, he is. But he's but you know again like the whole. I don't know. Mm. I'm not going to get into it. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, we're pretty much done with this. So what do you have to plug? Yeah. All right. So I am, uh, I'm on another podcast, uh, Stasis Pod. We are a Transformers podcast. We're currently going episode by episode through Transformers Rescue Bots. Uh, I'm also a researcher for, the, uh, for Marvel Comics. I'm on the Marvel Research Team. We have a handbook coming out to tie in with the Empire event. But due to current events, I don't know when exactly it's coming out. So keep an eye open for it. And I'm also on Twitter uh, at at @rulerbulon, where I profile a uh, different weird Marvel villain every day. So tune into that. Okay. Well, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in similar detail. 
I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about uh, limited limited comic series issue by issue with my other friend named Rob. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and justice is served. Good night. Good night. <laughs>